expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio. Good morning. Welcome to Fashion Friday. Fashion Freezing Friday, I'm going to call it. (laughs) Today, I was freezing. I'm not anymore, but... By the way, let, let me just kick it off with starting something I mentioned to Bob just a minute ago. I said, this is the most casual, boring outfit you'll ever see me in. She looks wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. I love that look, I guess. <laughs> okay, so, because for me, I'm like, oh, it was just only about being warm. So, uh, I'm going to describe, by the way, I didn't even tell you about my leggings. So, I have leggings on today with knee-high suede boots. Of course, they have a, a wedge, a little wedge. But my leggings... That's are, a little wedge? <laughs> this is a little wedge. You know me. Come on, Bob. You know me. Baby yeah, heels. These are baby wedge. heels. My leggings are fleece-lined. Oh, so, that's why they don't look quite like leggings, yes. I realize. So they're actually thick. They're actually very warm. Uh, yeah, I'm starting to sweat because it's also always warm in the studio. And then I've layered a turtleneck and a bi- really big, chunky sweater. Mm. Um, like, I feel very sort of uh, pre-ski, I must say, today. <laughs> yeah, that's the way you look. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now I'm warm. But this morning when I woke up at 6 a.m., I was, you know, and I... I stuck my head out the door when I'd let my dogs out and I thought oh my goodness it is it's arctic I mean come on so yeah so just for that and the dogs agreed and the dogs agreed they came trotting right back in um however as I just told Bob I did have a little vi- visual interest with my handbag because it is a custom Tory Burch bag and I got to customize it and there were limited edition a few made they're numbered has my initials on it so that kind of makes me feel better Ooh, yes. about my boring outfit <laughs> Um, anyway, so speaking of winter, let's get into the scoop du jour. Speaking of cold, let's talk Winter Olympics. Yay. Yeah. All right. So um, it starts. I, I can talk about this. Okay, good. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Perfect. Let's let's do it. So I was actually thinking of you, Bob, when I was writing my notes because I thought, I always talk about the Olympics. And we always have a nice conversation about it and we hmm. give our opinions because obviously you know where I'm heading with this. I'm going to talk about what they're wearing. Yes, of course. So February 4th kicks off and opening ceremonies, I always like to call it, that is where the athletes have sort of their red carpet moment. And um, once again, Team USA will be styled by Ralph Lauren, as he's been doing for quite some time now. So he designed their looks. Um, the trend that will be highlighted most for Team USA, I'm very excited about this, is... The puffer coat. Okay, so, so you know exactly yeah. what I want to talk about. Yeah. It's very high tech. Yes, very high tech. So, yes. yeah, we're going there. So, um, yeah, I think this is something like the – is it the – it can't be the fourth year. I, I heard this, so I can't remember the exact number. I'm bad at this. I want to say the 14th year that Ralph Lauren has been designing these. I would these believe years. it. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. It has to be. Oh, yeah, it's not the fourth. What am I saying? Fourteenth year he's designing their looks for both opening and closing ceremonies. Okay, so the looks include an anorak, a mid-layer jacket, pants, gloves, boots. Now, of course, there are many other things that go along. And I didn't realize this, but there are actually a lot of other brands that 
provide for the athletes. But oh. it would be, you know, obviously like their, you know, leggings or whatever, the things that they wear like in between, not during, actually during the Olympics. Right. So if, well, you know, maybe. While they're competing. Right. Or maybe it's a warm up or whatever it is, right. wh- whatever they're doing. I was like, oh, right. They, they, they're not just wearing Ralph the whole week. It's really their opening and closing, which is the best. So, okay. So all of the things I just said that the athletes are getting, all of which include recycled polyester fiber made with post-consumer plastic bottles. Very, very nice. So there's our sustainability factor. Mm -hmm. Um, The uniforms, let's talk tech. The uniforms adapt to cooler temperatures by expanding. So how cool is this? Remember we... So makes them warmer. Yeah, makes them warmer. We talked about, I believe, last summer, the Summer Olympics, where they had that cooling system that kind of cooled them down. Oh, that's right. Remember, we talked Mm. about how warm it would be, the temperature would be so warm, and, you know, they're wearing, like, a a shirt, button-down shirt, and a blazer, and I Mm. thought, oh, this, you know, it's like 100 degrees. So here we have the opposite. So Ralph Lauren teamed up with a textile company called Skyscrape, and it basically, this fabric, this textile, adapts to the changes in the air. And I actually saw a little short video on this. Mm. I encourage you all to look, just because I think it's interesting. Um, the video I saw was on YouTube. So you could put it in the search engine, you know, whatever, Team USA's uniforms or whatever you want to write. And the um, fabrics, actually, they're kind of layered. It shows like a little small cross-section of the fabric. So they're layered. And when the cold air hits it, it actually puffs up. So their jackets, they're actually – how about that? I know. So basically no wires, no nothing, no batteries. No batteries, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. none of that. Apparently last year they did have electric heating elements, so to speak, in the – in, yes. In the coats. And this is so much better. Yeah, so much better. I mm. mean, it, how funny is that? It didn't take long, right, for that to develop. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Um, so the puffer coat will be worn during the closing ceremony. It's a buffalo check puffer. So buffalo check is that big, wide, looks like a checkerboard, basically. Ah. It's a big, big checker. And... I love it. I've been into the Buffalo check recently more and more. You know, I love plaid and I love pattern. But um, to me, it just looks very cozy. And when Ralph Lauren does a Buffalo check, it looks almost Western-ish and very kind of, uh, you know, something that like something that came out of his ranch in wherever that is, Montana. He's Hmm. got some big ranch. That's what it looked like to me. It looked like um, so... I love it. I have to say, I love it. And you can see, by the way, all of the stuff is available, ralphlauren.com. Um, it'll run you. It'll cost you for sure. Um, I think I saw a quote, something about for like an overall look, like head to toe, it's close to $2,000. <laughs> so yeah, we're probably not doing that today, but um, you can buy certain pieces for sure. I do like some of the gloves. I might I might buy a oh. pair of the gloves. It's really cute, a little American flag on the, on the hand, on mm. the top part. Oh, those are cute. But I then looked at Team Canada. Oh. And uh, first of all, they're switching gears. They're dressed by Lululemon. So cause that is Whoa. a Canadian company. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I didn't realize they were a Canadian company. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That I did know. So um, here's my thought on it. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. It was okay. Um, their opening ceremony uniforms are all red. So I just felt like, oh, that's a lot of red. And there was almost – there was a print in there that reminded me almost like a camouflage, like red done in camo kind of, but it's not camo. Um, I didn't love it. Closing ceremony, they're wearing all white. Okay. 
I get it. Mm-hmm. I felt like it should have been mixed a little more. Like yeah. some red, some white. Mm-hmm. I feel like they should have had some pieces that, and they could have done it. It's just, you know, it always depends on the. Buffalo check. Buffalo check. Well, the, well, no. Then that would have been red and black, though. Oh, Buffalo check is red and black. Oh, it has to have a black in it. Well, it doesn't yeah. have to, but it's usually. And if they did red and white, they would look. I don't know. I don't know how that would be. A little candy cane-ish, don't you think? Well, that was my f- <laughs> scare. Away. I was going to say stripe, and then I went, no, no, no. But the buffalo check at least wouldn't be yeah. quite candy cane-ish. Yeah, I don't but know. You're right. I think they should have come up with a pattern, a red and yeah, white pattern. Because you see the blue and white on the American stuff in a pattern on the shoulders they have uh, uh, an angular piece on yes yeah. yeah they could have come up with a pattern or something i just don't, and then i thought the all white uniforms eh, they look kind of boring to me i'm like mm. that's it just white you know not maybe something with their their leaf or whatever that you know their flag on the shoulder i don't know somehow incorporated a little bit more something that looked canadian to me cuz yeah. it just is like okay you're just in white it's a, that doesn't look like a country's color to me cuz <laughs> it's not color it's white it's, it's actually the opposite the absence of color so um that's my thought about that However, I always look at usually – well, I didn't look up every team. I just looked up a couple. I looked up Canada, and, of course, I looked up what team Great Britain is wearing. You know, I'm somewhat of a Brit at heart. Um, and their outfits are designed by Ben Sherman, and I loved their out. There's one thing in particular I have to get my hands on. There's a roll neck sweater, and it's got, it's got like a deconstructed deconstruct- – deconstructed Union Jack flag on it. I love it. It's very cool. It actually, to me, almost looks very Ralph Lauren, you know, if he did their uniform that's it looks like that very sort of contemporary very almost a little almost has like a vintage vibe to it you know like it looks a little worn um and then they have an amazing quilted peacoat well you had me at peacoat right <laughs> so you had me a coat i should say um yeah i liked the the quilted peacoat was very cool as well so i thought oh I think I like that better than the puffer coat. I don't know. I don't know. So it will be interesting. I will be watching for sure. I wonder how who, who's dressing the Jamaican team. Oh. You know, they're they're they're, really they're bringing back point. their bobsled bobsled a new bobsled team. Yes. And and I think they do have some other competitors as well. I think they have a skier and a skater. So you say that why because it's a warm country? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Just want to make sure we're we're yeah. on the same page. Right, and quite often they'll they'll go with their native habitat or native uh, dress in some sense. Uh, they can't really do that no. here. Maybe the colors. And That's the colors are it. yellow and green. Is it? Yeah, I think so. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. for some reason that yellow, rings a bell. Green, maybe black in there too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. What will happen? Because mm. I don't. I'm not <clears throat> sure a. If they go with a Jamaican designer, I don't know. Yeah. What will they have that experience? <laughs> you know, they're used to designing uh, tank tops and shorts yeah. and swimsuits. I don't know. We'll see. But I bet you it will be colorful and, you know, that will give some visual interest. Um, I always love, of course, I like to look at Great Britain, Canada. Yes, I always like to look at the Italian team. Mm-hmm. I always like to look at the French team. Blue. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quite often. Uh, blue, yeah. Mm. And, uh, 
oh, there's somebody else that you – and then there's always, like, a te- a country that I've never heard of or some little country. I'm like, where is that? I have to, you know, have to look at my map. And they have an interesting uniform. And I think, wow, who, you know, there, it always happens. And it's always a different little teeny tiny country with, like, you know, four people walking in the – Like <laughs> Croatia or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, that I know where that is, of course. Yeah, but it'll be but- like a country I don't – I'm like, where? Is this a new country? And then I always feel bad because they have, like, four people walking as opposed to 4,000. Yeah, but think how each one of those four people feels. True. As opposed to the 4,000, each one of them. I don't know. I always feel like they should hire some people to walk with them or something. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody from the other team should walk with them, too, just to – Yeah. Well, I also – you know what? I feel bad when they're carrying a big giant flag or Mm -hmm. something, and I'm like, oh – are they switching that that duty? I hope not the same person. I mean, I know it's an honor. I'm not That's taking it. that away. Yeah. However, <clears throat> how far are they walking? They're walking pretty far to get in and then around. I think, I don't know how heavy that thing is. Some, sometimes it just looks like, because sometimes there's two people holding the flag. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, if I were them, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to do it for, you know, 100 steps, and then you're going to take over and do it for the next 100 steps. Of course, they, they do make slings that... Oh, you know, go over your yes, shoulder that, yes. that would help hold the yeah. the flag, but but I sometimes they I don't never have see that. that. No, yeah, yeah, no, they're just hold. I mean, again, I know it's a proud moment and they're happy, but it has to after a while be like, okay, <laughs> let me pass this off because your arms. Think about it, your arms are in a certain position for a long time. Yeah, I think <laughs> we'll see. I'm gonna listen when you're watching the open ceremonies. Think of me and when I said this, and you're gonna see <laughs> one little teeny tiny country. Oh, and they have something very interesting on. Um, we'll we'll see. I think that there's usually, to me, to me personally, there's usually more interest in the summer Olympic uniforms than the winter. But we'll see, you know, because the winter it's kind of like, all right, well, it's going to be a coat. They're going to have hats on, gloves, and that's it. You know, with some boots. sort of boots, ski pants. The boots on the the American uh, uh, uniform really are cool looking boots. Red and black. I saw them. Oh well, yeah. Well, I saw one pair. They yeah, I saw them on several. NBC. Yeah, you they, did. And yeah, what yeah. did it look like? Well. Um, I don't know what it was made of, but it had a rubbery look to it. Yes. With a very high uh, lacing. Yes. And, well, not very, very high. Like past your an- like ankle. Like, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah a, little, yeah. a little above the ankle bone. And uh, nothing else about it really stood out beyond that. I but think. it was it red and black. I don't remember the colors. Yeah, I think we were looking. They may, I mean, they may obviously have more than yeah, one. Yeah, red and black sounds boots, right. But with white as well. Yeah, mm. it was. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look that up. Oh, um, okay. But yeah, I think we we're looking at the same one. The it was definitely the Ralph boot, and because I thought, oh, those are cute boots too. But you know, not really in the market for a heavy winter boot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So some of the pieces I really like. Like I said, I, I, I like uh, to get pieces every now and then. Like I'll get a T-shirt with the, the Olympic crest on it that'll say. It's kind of like when I go to the U.S. Open, I always buy something that says U.S. Open. Hmm. And I have so many things. I have sweaters, I have jackets, I have t-shirts, I have hats, I have you name it, tennis skirts that say U.S. Open. You know, <laughs> I thought, well, what am I going to do with all this? And some of them have the year. And I thought, well, after a while, I don't know if I, like, do I want to wear it from like 2017? <laughs> no, because it's not vintage, so it's not old enough <laughs> where it's cool. Right, right. And it's I'm like, oh, all oh, right. She's wearing old clothes. Yeah, oh, you went to the US <laughs> Open in 2017. Okay, so did many other people. I don't know, it just looks like, you know, kind of not very special. But anyway, anyway. So, so you fold it up, put it away, and in, in a decade or more, you bring it out and you go, oh, look. Yes. It's a collectible. <laughs> yes. This is from 2013, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
Good idea. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk trends. We're going to talk affordable trends. I'm highlighting five of my favorite affordable emerging trends. You won't want to miss it. Stay with us on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677. Or visit them at adcorpmg.com. Adcorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. We're talking about the U.S. Olympic team and course, what they're wearing. <laughs> um, and we just noted on break, we were looking at the boots. So Bob and I, we saw the boots that they're wearing and the puffer coat. And it is red and blue, by the way. I said red and black. It's buffalo check. It's that big, big checkered. Um, oh, I really, really like it. So the boots, it looks like the girls' female boots are red with a blue blue lace. And the guys' boots look like they're white. I actually like the guys' boots better, white with blue lace. But to me, this is a lug sole. It looks like a hiker boot. You agree? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was, yeah. Not a snow boot. This looks like a, I mean, I'm sure it's warm and I'm sure it is some sort of hybrid, but this looks, the look of it, it says very like hiking boot to me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Interesting. <coughs> All right. Um, on to affordable trends. So there's a few emerging trends I found. I thought, let's talk high street. Let's talk affordability. Let's talk, I mean, we could call this fast fashion. I always like to point that out. However, um, both stores, you know, if this is your budget, this is your budget. And uh, I'm going to, I found some things between Zara and H&M. And I will say both stores, especially H&M, are trying to be better. And I think they have a goal of a certain date to be completely uh, um, sustainable. So they're moving in the right direction. Having said that, um, you know, my thought, I always have mixed emotions on, on quote-unquote fast fashion. Um, I definitely don't believe in just buying that because that's what it is. You know, it's not sustainable. However, until we get there and more brands get on board, you know, this is – the price point is nice. And they do very, very well um, – What you know, what we see on the runways, they do great – I don't want to call it a knockoff. They do have that inspiration. And it's done well. It's done in a nice way. So – Having said that, I kind of scoured through both, um, both in-store and online, by the way, because I, I, it's, it's a little different for these stores. And as we know, what's old is new again. So mostly what I saw in both stores, and this is everywhere, it's either 70s, 80s, or 90s inspiration. That's what the, the thing is now. Um, so first thing I saw everywhere were flared pants. 
And both, and by the way, I love the versatility because I've seen it's, it used to be just like, okay, it's denim, not a bell bottom, just a flare. So a little, a lot less than a bell bottom, more wearable. And what I love is I'm seeing them in different fabrics. So I'm seeing just both denim, which was at Zara, and knit, which was at H&M. So Remember last week, I think I talked a bit about this trend I see that I feel we're moving towards getting away from the loungewear and the athleisure and the comfy clothes, as we like to call them. And But it's sort of morphing into a little bit nicer version. This would fall into that category. So it's a it's knitwear, so like knit pants, very casual, very comfortable, very pajama looking. But it's done in a little bit of a flare. So it flares out a little bit around your foot. Um, so like, do I want to dare say it's dressier? No, it's not really dressier. It's still very, very comfortable knitwear pants, but it's very cozy. I would call it that. And something you could wear in lieu of, dare I say, sweatpants. Um, so that I saw across the board and again, in different, different, um, fabrics. So denim, a little bit dressier fabric, and then this knit fabric that I'm talking about. And they were, uh, they were inexpensive. H&M, they were about 35 bucks. I also saw, speaking of knit, lots of knit dresses. So I love, and I'm going to even say this is the must-have winter wardrobe piece, is a knit dress. Ladies, this is, I think about this. It's one piece, easy peasy. You don't have to, I mean, you could layer it, of course, but you don't have to think of, oh, well, what am I going to wear with this and piece it together? And do I need a blazer? Do I need a, what? Do I need an underpinning? It's one piece. You could, for warmth purposes, yes, you could wear something under a base layer. You could put tights on with boots or not. But it's a, just a knit dress and so comfortable. So you're in a dress, but it's super, super comfortable. And uh, I saw everything from maxis to minis and um, in both stores. H&M had the max a maxi dress that I loved. Zara had both mini and maxi, and Zara had a lot of color. So both places had um, this must-have piece. And here's how you're going to wear it. You're going to wear it with... Either I would either do a knee boot if it's a shorter or even if it's longer or you could do it with a shorter boot I think is cute or you could do it with a heel a stacked chunky heel it's not going to be a skinny stiletto that's going to be off balance and wrong proportionately it's going to be something chunky and thicker Um, if you're thinking well knit dress it could be sort of bodycon it could be more loose if it is you can belt it I tend to belt mine because otherwise I look like a square block and so I usually wear uh, some sort of a belt over my sweater dresses remember it's a sweater so it's going to be thicker it's going to add volume and you know I've yet to meet a woman that likes that phrase um so I think that's the must-have for this this winter and this isn't new by the way it's just something I'm seeing more and more and more of so sweater dress for sure mini or maxi your choice The other thing I've been seeing a lot was oversized blazers. So, again, nothing new. We've been seeing what they call the boyfriend blazer where it looks like, you know, you grabbed your husband or boyfriend's blazer. I love this. Um, But I'm seeing a lot more that are really just made for women. So that's the good part. It's actually cut for a woman's body. It's It's just more of an oversized cut. I've seen it in wool. I've seen it in a cotton blend. I've seen it in texture, like a nubby texture at Zara. I've seen it in plaid, which I love. Um, And this I've seen in all different stores, so meaning all different price points. I know 
There's a store here on the avenue called Veronica Beard. I love. Shop there quite a bit. A big fan of their line. Um, Veronica Beard, just side note, it's actually two women. They're both named Veronica and they're both named Beard. So they're married to brothers. How funny is that? Yeah. So I, I love telling that story. Uh, no, I don't work there and I don't get a commission. So you, they should, didn't call it Veronica, Veronica Beard, Beard? No. Veronica <laughs> Squared. Veronica yeah, yeah, times two. Yeah, yeah. No, they just called Veronica Beard because okay. it's both their name. How funny is that? Yeah. Yeah. So um, they're incredible. It's a great store. Um, this one on the avenue just opened up, I believe, in 2020. I think they opened. I think they opened like right before the pandemic hit um, or maybe 2019. But it's a brand I've shopped for years. Love it. They do a really, really good, well-made, oversized plaid blazer. Um, it's not H&M prices. It's not crazy off the charts. You know, it's not designer prices either. This is a contemporary brand. But it is worth, if you're looking to invest, it's worth it because the quality is is done so well. So, and when are you wearing, you think, well, it's winter. So you're wearing this in lieu of a cardigan, basically. So it's dressing it up a bit. You know, you can layer something under it. What I like about a blazer is it will always look professional and you'll always look pulled together. So no matter what. I mean, my husband will go to the office sometimes with, you know, in the summer months, a T-shirt and then a blazer if he's just going to be in the office not meeting with anyone. And he looks great. He looks pulled together. You know, or obvious. You could do the obvious and do the button-down shirt. But um, oversized blazers for women I like because you can throw it over, my favorite way to wear it, throw it over a very, very sparkly cocktail dress. I love this juxtaposition between something so masculine and oversized over something so fitted and feminine. I'm sort of curious. How do they des- how do they size actually an oversized jacket? And it doesn't. Is look it literally too just big? off the men's uh, hook, or or do they actually narrow it a bit at the shoulders? You know, do do little things to make it. L- sit okay on the woman, but still look oversized. I'm going to take a stab at this since oh. I am not a designer, but I just in my experience being a stylist for, you know, 25 years, I'm going to say the latter. Mm. I'm going to say they, yeah, they um, just make it, they tweak it still. So it's still going to fit a woman because the ones I have anyway are a little bit tailored in the waist. They're not, I wouldn't say nipped in, but they're not just straight and boxy. And it would look different if I put on my husband's blazer. Right. I was going to say, he couldn't put it on and look right. No, no, because the shoulders especially would be off. Mm. So the shoulders still fit. Mm-hmm. The sleeves obviously is one standard length that yeah. that fits. It's not you know past my knuckles, and it's just in the torso area that it's a little bit more boxy. Oh. And then of course you're getting into whether it's double breasted or single breasted, and that you know and so on. So d- double breasted still around? Yes. Wow. And funny you say that because oh. I just bought one. Oh. And I'm, I'm nah, not always a fan of that, but I did buy it and I tried it on. I bought matching pants. It's a really cute. It's like a tan color. And what did I do immediately? I belted it because I was like, oh, this is very square in the middle. Once again, <laughs> I'm petite, so you know I can't I can't afford to look square. Nobody wants to look square, right? So I put a belt on with it, a really skinny leather belt. Oh my gosh, it felt like a million bucks. Loved mm. it. Loved it. Um, and then the last thing that I saw was color. Yay. Saturated color. Moving away from all the neutrals. Thank you, Kardashians. Thank you and good night. And so think bold. Think green, pink, purple. I saw this everywhere. Oh, and I also saw knit vest. I wanted to mention that. So 
very grandpa looking. Okay. Love it. Over the head, V-neck or crew neck. Um, in, in bold prints, in solids, a very 70s feel. Um, and where I saw this the most was at Zara, by the way. I loved it. Very, mm. like, um, argyle prints. I saw checkered, but these, like, bold, bold colors. So... The, the takeaway is wear color. You got to wear more color. <laughs> All right. On that note, that'll do it. Join me next week for more Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH. AM 1490 and FM 105.5 WGCH Greenwich. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The Justice Department on Thursday charged four Belarusian government officials with conspiracy to commit aircraft piracy as part of an operation to arrest a dissident Belarusian journalist. The Belarusian opposition on The Guardian said the journalist was coerced to appear in a video broadcast on state TV. We shouldn't believe any of uh, the words of uh, these people, including Roman Pratasevich. Uh, we... Uh, because you have to understand uh, how these words are forced to, to say. Prosecutors say-